consistent. Constantly adhering to the same principles, course, faith, etc. Holding firmly together. Cohering. Hey folks, welcome to episode almost 30, maybe 29 of Another Way. I'm your host, KJ Bell. Today's episode is very much a, um, uh, a do as I say, not necessarily as I do sort of situation. You know, I always say, I've said, I said it in the, in the beginning of the podcast. I say it during every workshop I teach with the podcast sort of ideas. I'm not pretending to be some sort of wise guru who has figured all of this stuff out. Rather, I want to, I, I, I want to be your Sherpa. I want to walk ahead of you and say, hey, look, there's a spot where I tripped. Maybe you could avoid the trip that I made. That's, that's the, my thought process behind this whole thing. Because, you know, it's, it's like, I have one of my constant tapes of doubt here is like, who am I to tell anybody how to do this stuff? Um, how to be creative, how to, how to practice an art or whatever. And, um, yeah, that's just a thing. So today is sort of, today that tape is running rampant because we're talking about consistency and I have not been very consistent at all lately with like anything that I do I mean I, I tell myself I'm going to post episodes of the podcast every Tuesday and then that didn't happen for like several weeks and then I did a couple of weeks and then it didn't happen for several weeks again and that was you know moving stuff and and things got crazy and now here it is, I've recorded past midnight the last couple of weeks, but the podcast has happened. I was about to go to bed too, and then I was like, oh crap, I have to get, the, I have to get it up, I have to get it up. Or I failed in my consistency. So I'm trying, I'm trying to be more consistent, I'm trying, and it's just, it's, it's tricky. Um, so like I said, it's, it's a little bit more do as I say, not as I do, because I'll tell you, I feel so much better when I'm being consistent with everything, when I'm consistently writing, when I'm consistently, you know, following the same sleep schedule, when I'm consistently eating properly, when I'm consistently exercising, consistency is just good for you. And I'm always talking about it. You know, I, I, whenever I start a new student with um, teaching, with my music stuff, or, you know, with the writing stuff, too, that I've been doing lately. I always say that the consistency is more important than the quantity. You know, five hours, five hours, oh lord, five minutes every day is better than doing an hour once a week. It's so much better, because the whole point of that is that it allows you to stay connected to the things that you're working on you don't for the longer you wait between sessions of working on something the more liable you are to forget and the more you have to kind of go back and you have to review and figure out where you were like just today i i hadn't written on a a thing in a few days and i i had no idea where i was with it 
So I had to go back and read like, and to, for it to make sense, I had to go back like four pages or so before I could really kind of remember what the gist of where I was going with it was. And that's just not productive. You know, four pa reading four pages, that took me, I don't know, at least two minutes, at least, probably more. And that's two minutes I could have spent writing. You know, so it's, it's just, it's that consistency thing. So I've, I've mentioned these on the podcast before, but we're going to kind of go more in depth with this tonight. You know, I've talked about the idea of my writing shots. And uh, I call them that. I used to call them my morning shots. And then, like I said, consistency, they just weren't getting done in the morning. Um, the plan was, once I found the artist's way. Okay, well, this is, this is, a okay. I started doing these before the artist's way. My ideal situation right now would be to get up and do my morning pages from the artist's way and then immediately go into my writing shots. So the writing shots are where I line up all of my notebooks with all of the various projects that I work on and I spend five minutes on everything every day. And, um, you know, like I said, it's theoretically the first thing that I do every day after I do my morning pages. And um, it, like I said, it, it helps me keep in touch with everything. And sometimes it is the only thing that I get done writing-wise every day because it, I'm at the point where it takes an hour and a half because I have that many projects and stuff that I work on. At first, I thought it was kind of stupid. I thought, I thought, let's try this idea and let's see what happens. It really came out of that whole idea of me telling my students five minutes every day is better than an hour once a week. And so I, I said, let's just try this. And I did it for a few weeks. And then I thought, this is not get going anywhere. This is dumb. I should stop doing this. I should focus on stuff for longer periods of time. It doesn't make any sense to do it this way. And then I went back and I looked at how many pages I had written just doing those five minute things and it really really adds up you know I think I think 2016 was the first year that I did the shots consistently because I started I started them sometime in 2015 so 2016 was the first full year of doing it and at the end of 2016 I had written over 2,000 pages and, you know, most of them were done in those little five-minute bursts. And sometimes, <laughs> see, the, the funny thing is that sometimes the five minutes goes by like nothing. And it's like, oh, I'm done already? Oh, I have to move on? And sometimes I don't move on. Sometimes I stick with one shot for longer than I should, which is not a bad thing. It's actually a really good thing. Um, and then sometimes they take forever. Sometimes they're so, it's like, am I done? Oh, it's, I still have three minutes. Oh, good Lord. Am I done now? Okay, it's, it's, it's been 30 seconds since I looked at the timer last. But I make myself do it. And I feel better having done that. I feel accomplished if I get that done every day. And, you know, um, we're, we're going to talk, you know, planning. Planning I can do all day long. I will plan everything. I'm such a good planner. I have outlines. I have outlines for outlines. 
it's consistently following through with the planning that is my problem. So you gotta figure out some ways to get yourself to stay consistent. And I guess we'll do the little break thingy and then we'll come back and we'll, I'll just take you through this list of tips that I have compiled of things that work for me to keep myself consistent. So the podcast is brought to you by Great Grand Projects, a creative collective of people who are creative. <laughs> On the web at greatgrandprojects.com. Uh, the web... The podcast is also brought to you by Horizon Creative Studio, which is the home of Another Way on the web at horizoncreativestudio.com where you can find old episodes of the podcast. You can find uh, the YouTube videos that I've got up. I'm working on getting more up. Again, trying to be consistent. And you can find the blog where there will soon be AOW content on there. Right now it's just, uh, it's there are articles about how to be a better vocalist. So if that's something that you're into, if you're into singing or just being able to breathe better, you can check that out right now. Um, yeah. And if you're in the LA area, find another way on Meetup. I'm doing workshops every few weeks now, every, co every couple of weeks in the LA area. So check that out. Meetup.com, I believe, is what that is. And just search another way. I've just, whatever. Okay. So consistency, consistency, consistency. See, this episode was not exactly where I wanted it to be with the outline, but the you know, planning and following through on the consistent on the on the stuff. But because I'm trying to consistently post, I went ahead with this episode because it was the most ready of the five that I'm working on at the moment. So here we are. Won't be the best. Won't be the worst. I'm sure. Maybe it'll be the worst. I don't know. I won't know until I listen back. <sighs> anyway. So we're going to talk about, we've talked about why consistency is important. Now we're going to kind of talk about some ways to help keep yourself consistent. We talked about the writing shots and that that's a tool to use just as a general thing for your practice, you know do little bits of everything every day and try to keep yourself in touch and that's the consistency here but how do you do that because like i said i don't get to the shots every day i wish i did it's one of the things that i have to work on being consistent with so you know figure out ways to motivate yourself give yourself rewards i made a deal with myself that i could have a glass of wine at the end of the day if i finished the shots if i didn't finish the shots no glass of wine and maybe that makes me an alcoholic. Maybe <laughs> maybe I've got bigger problems than the consistency. But you know, one thing at a time. You know, just figure out figure out little tiny ways to reward yourself. Maybe you have chocolate at the end of the day. Although that's probably not a good idea either. Um, you know, there's a reason that those reward things work. Look up the work of B.F. Skinner. Had to study that guy in college. There's a reason that that sort of thing works. And, you know, just figure out the best way for you to work. And here is one of those, those areas where you have to really get in touch with yourself. Because, you know, some people work better at night. 
you know, there's that whole thing of night owls versus morning people. I um, am not sure that morning people are real. I think that they are actually aliens sent here to uh, undermine the rest of us. But uh, <laughs> just figure out how you work the best. I know that the writing shots work for me. They might not work for me in five years, but I know that right now they work for me. I was just talking to somebody about this the other day. I have I have another system. I have a to-do list system that I used for um, years, all through college and then after I graduated. And now it, I'm kind of phasing it out because it doesn't work anymore for me. And it's just, you know, that just happens. You evolve and things change. But it comes down to just figuring out what works. And you might be able to change something. Like if you know that, what am I trying to say here? There are things that you can change in this area and then there are things that it might just be easier to accept. You know, I know that if I get up early, I know that if I'm up at 5 a.m., I am going to have a productive day. There has never been a time where I have been up at 5 a.m., you know, not coming around from the other side, but waking up at 5 a.m. and starting the day that I have not had a productive day. I know that about myself. I also know that my natural tendency is to be a night owl. So it's one of those things where I have to kind of weigh the decision between going with what naturally works for me and what I feel works better. Because this is an area where I feel like the natural tendency doesn't work as well. I feel like I am more productive if I get up early in the morning. But where do I draw the line to where it's no longer worth it? You know, it's that sort of thing. So maybe, maybe I should just embrace the fact that I work better, that I'm a night owl. You know, it's things like that. You have, and you, you, I can't make that decision for you. That's one of those things you have to figure out on your own. Um, and having a schedule and giving yourself, you know, goals and deadlines and such can really help. Some people work really well, um, have a, have a lot of self-discipline and work really well setting their own schedule. I am sometimes that person. I know that as much as um, having, you know, a regular sort of teaching gig where I'm doing lessons or whatever, as much as I dislike the time that that takes away from my writing and my, my potential to work on things like the podcast, I know that it is better for me to have that consistency of the schedule because there's this weird thing that happens with a lot of people where if you're granted with all the time in the world, it's kind of a um, choice paralysis situation where it's like, I've got all the time in the world and then you don't get anything done. Whereas if you are scheduled out the wazoo and you've got, okay, I have these four hours in the day to do X, Y, and Z, I need to do them during, the, during those hours. So there are some times where you can be more productive. And then there are people who are just super self-disciplined and can be like, I will write for eight hours today, and then they do it. And I am trying so hard to be one of those people. And, uh, you know, so giving yourself goals and deadlines, I always find I work better. Um, my, my dream, <laughs> my dream is to be able to do the writing and this sort of thing with the podcast full time. 
But I realized recently, within within the past um, probably six months ago, I realized that I need a partner in this. I need an executive director. And that was the way I was thinking about it, because I was thinking about all of the music organizations that I've worked with. And there's always an artistic director who does the artistic stuff, like chooses the music and conducts the, the ensemble and blah, 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 um, sets up the programming and stuff. And then there's an executive director who does the budgets and does the, the, the whatever else executive directors do. Budgets was the main thing that came to mind. But if I had somebody, if I had an executive director looking at the marketing and the budgets and the blah, 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 and, t and helping me to guide, I feel like I could be more consistent. For one thing, I'm being held accountable to somebody who's not me, if that makes sense. And I'm also having somebody else, having another set of eyes to sort of guide me and set deadlines for me. Some people work great to their self-imposed deadlines. Again, I'm trying to be one of those people. I do it with myself all the time. I have a calendar and say I'm going to post these articles, these posts on the blog at, on these days. And sometimes I'm very good at it, and sometimes I'm not. Like I said, consistency. Do as I say, not as I do. Um, on a smaller level, timing yourself can be very helpful. I do this all the time. It, and I talk about this a lot, too, that trick of, of I'm just, just, I'll do it for five minutes. I will just do it for five minutes, and then I'll, and then I'll stop. But once you get those five minutes going, it's a lot easy. It's easy to keep going. I literally just did it before I recorded the podcast. I sat down and I was like, okay, I'm going to work on this thing for just 15 minutes. And before I knew it, I was like, oh, okay, I'm enjoying this. And I wrote for, God, an hour at least on this thing I'm working on. And it can help to use the timer in a way to break up the things that you don't want to do with the things that you know that you, with things that you like to do. I do this sometimes like when I, when I need a break and when I want to have a lazy day, I'll try to still get some productivity in things and I'll do like 20 minutes of nothing and then I'll do 10 minutes of writing. And I'll tell myself that I'm still being productive. And that's that's a good way to, to, to go about those sort of days if you need to. But you can do the opposite. You can say, okay, I'm going to go for 20 minutes and then I'll take a five-minute break. Which is a proven sort of method of um, study and work flow. It's, it's, a, it's a, the Pomodoro technique, I believe, is one way that it's been uh, marketed out there in the interweb-verse thing so you know splitting the stuff up like that that works really well for me i don't know if there's some undiagnosed add sort of situation although i don't put a lot of stock in that because i think that add is something that is overdiagnosed but that's a whole other issue lists make yourself a list there is something so satisfying about taking a pencil and crossing something off of a to-do list you can do it savagely, and it just doesn't bring the same satisfaction as clicking a button on your phone. I don't know what it is, but there's just a, a, that 
that there's that sound. Hang on, that sound. Did you get that? That wonderful sound or just the pencil crossing stuff off? You don't get that with a phone. It's the same reason I miss flip phones, because those were a lot more satisfying when you hung up on people. Not that I frequently hang up on people. I don't remember the last time I hung up on somebody. Um, so get yourself some lists. Make a list. Stick to the list. Keep the list going every day. This um, to-do list system that I'm phasing out that doesn't work for me anymore. It's a good system, I think. What I do is I, I write down the top of the list is stuff that I need, absolutely need to get done that day. So, um... Like uh, Thursday, I'm going to do some subbing at a at a lesson place here in LA. So my list will be morning pages. Then the list will be go to the place where I write and do some writing. And then it will be teach lessons. And then say I'm meeting a friend for dinner. It'll be meet so-and-so for dinner. And then after that, will be the things that I need to get done at some point in the day, but that the world, like the world won't end if I don't do them. Nobody will miss me if I don't do them. So it's things like, um, you know, practice my Duolingo Italian stuff. Do the shots. Do my pillars, my practice, my writing, my uh, meditation, my working out. It's uh, go to the grocery store. It's it's things like that. It's just the plain old to-dos. And what I do is I made a game out of it. So I give myself 10 points for everything I do right. Everything I do that day. I cross it off, 10 points. And every day I don't do something, I put it on the next day's list with a number next to it. So let's say I don't do the Duolingo tomorrow. I would put a 2 next to it on Friday. And so if I, for everything I don't do, I take off a point. And so if the Duolingo has a two next to it, I take away two points. So I'm, I made a game out of it, you see. And I keep track of this in the back of the notebook. And when I get to like a thousand points, I'll like buy myself a CD or something. It's that reward thing again. And... Uh, I like it. It's a good system, but like I said, it, it's, it's, I've reached a point in my life where it doesn't work for me anymore. And it did for many, many years. So figure out something like that that works for you. That can be very motivating and help you keep consistency because it's all, you can track it. You can, and you can go back and look and see where you're not being more consistent with things like that. You can see that, oh, it's been like seven days since I've balanced my checkbook. I'm not very consistent there. I need to work on that. Maybe I should try to do it every morning before I leave the house sort of things. It's all like everything else. It's just about finding what works for you, what doesn't work for you, what what might work for you on Tuesday that doesn't work for you on Wednesday, that sort of thing. Consistency, people. It's so important. And in many ways, it's so tricky to do. Especially... There's that other problem that we tend to have with this of, of, no, we just need some spontaneity and we need, like, I just, I'm an artist. It's like, yeah, but you need to keep some consistent stuff, too. 
the work will show up if you do consistently. So, I actually managed to go longer than I thought. I don't know how much of it was just pure babbling and how much of it was actually helpful. Tweet me and let me know at that KJ Bell. So, it's okay to be an artist. It's okay to create. It is okay to be exactly as you are right now. It is okay. You are okay, and I am okay.